Welcome to the Wake Up Podcast. I am so excited that you're here. Listen, these podcasts are best listened to in the morning because we are waking up not only our bodies from sleeping, but we're waking up our minds. We're waking up our focus. We're waking up our calling and we are following the breadcrumbs that God has left for us throughout the day over our life to tell us exactly what to do next. So stop saying that you don't know what to do. Stop feeling overwhelmed. Stop living in the valley and start walking into your calling. So I'm so excited you're here. Welcome to the show. I always tell everyone to create things out of a need. Like that's what we're supposed to be doing. So everyone is coming to me because they're burnt out, overwhelmed, stressed out. What they've been doing is no longer working. They feel like there has to be hope. There has to be something else that can be the answer to happiness, can be the answer to freedom. People are burnt out. So I created my course out of a need. And when I started getting so many messages of people saying the same thing, I'm like, okay, I know the information to give this person. I can help you, but it's going to be a lot longer of a 20 minute conversation or a couple texts back and forth. I physically do not have enough time to help every single person one-on-one. So I was giving everyone the same advice. And so I'm like, okay, instead of giving everyone the same advice and being on my phone all the time and wanting to help more people, but being limited on time, why don't I just record the advice and give it to you in a package? And then you can go through it as, as your days allow you to, you can re-listen to it because when you're learning something, and you're trying to get through something, it's all on your own timing with God. It's all on what's going to work for you. So I can give you the six, seven hours of information, but God might know you're only ready for two of the hours. And then you're going to wait a few weeks or even months. And then you're going to listen to the rest and be like, oh, okay, good. I'm so glad that I waited to do all of this because it's all on timing. Like everything we do is on timing, which is really frustrating because we can't control that. But I always tell everyone to create out of a need. So when you're wanting to quit your job, because a lot of times our job is what's making us miserable. If your life is miserable, you're probably not too happy doing whatever it is that you're doing. And there was someone who commented on one of my posts the other day and was like, this is me, except as a preschool teacher. And I'm like, okay, you obviously aren't meant to be a preschool teacher then. Like if what you're doing feels terrible, you're probably not meant to do that. And it doesn't matter if you went to college for it. It doesn't matter if you have trained for it. It doesn't matter who else sacrificed so you could get this. You have to own your truth of saying, I am miserable. I cannot keep doing this. And so kudos to everyone who finally is like, okay, enough. And they walk out of their job or they put in their two weeks or they find another job or they quit what they're doing because it's hard to quit, but that's what you need to do. That's the trust aspect that we talked about last week. That's the action step. That's showing God, I trust you. I'm taking this next step. You have to help me. And that's always when things start to go better is when you do the steps. So we know what the next step is a lot of the times, but we're just too scared to finally do it because we have all of these other thoughts in our heads. Like, what if this happens? What if that happens? What if this doesn't work? What if it's this? And what if it, and we're just fear and scarcity and worry and approval of others and pride. And we have all these things because of how we've experienced life up until this part, all of these things in us that are kind of slowing us down too. So the find your purpose course was created out of a need. Now, the reason why is because as I was teaching people how to live a happy, abundant life, I realized that there are a couple of things that you have to do in order to experience this. You have to be aligned in the right lane of careers. You have to be doing something with your life that feels fulfilling. It feels purposeful. It feels exciting. It feels you know, all the good things of it. You have like, that's if what you wake up and do every day, is it making you feel that you're not going to have a fulfilled, abundant, amazing life. So 
in order to figure out what you want to do when you grow up, that we've all been asked and we still ask ourselves that even though we are grown up, what do I want to be when I grow up? The only way to truly know that is by going backwards and healing wounds and discovering who you were created to be and how unique you are and what cool personality traits do you have? Who do you have a heart for? Some people are preschool teachers because they love it. Like love it. Usually if you're a preschool teacher, you're probably doing it because you love it because you're not getting paid like crazy amounts of money. And that job is very hard, but some people thrive in that situation because they were made to teach younger people. Like imagine God being like, I need a job for everyone. I need all of these people to be impacted. I need all these people to be helped. So I need to make everyone different so we can reach different people. If God made everyone to want to do the same thing, we would all have the same job, which means the world wouldn't be able to function the way that it is today. There are a lot of jobs that I would absolutely never do, but I'm so glad that someone wants to do them because someone has to do them. We are all different. So instead of just thinking, what do I want to do? You really need to be like, what would I be good at? What do I like to do? And so the course was created out of all of this because in order to have freedom in your life, you need Jesus, obviously, but to have freedom, you need time freedom and financial freedom is what we're looking for. And in order to create those in your life, you, you have to be making some sort of money. Like you do, like, I wish that I could sit here and say, like, just find a rich husband, find yourself a sugar daddy and you don't have to do anything. Like that would be great for some people, but I mean, let's be real. We have bills. We have things that need to be paid. We have things that we need to do. And even if you have the luxury of your partner providing and you're staying home, you're raising kids, you're doing something else, it would still be nice to be able to take some stress off of your partner. It would still be nice to be able to go on nice vacations. It would be nice to give back. It would be nice to donate. It would be nice to have extra money to help other people out. So if we want to make money, everyone for the last 10 years, maybe five were like the golden years, but maybe 10 in total, everyone was on this big like MLM kick, network marketing kick. People were like, I want freedom. I want time and financial freedom. They see their friends posting online. They're like, I'm going to give it a shot. And it was great. It was amazing. It helped so many people's lives. It showed up at the perfect timing. But then what we saw change is the world and the way that they communicate and the way that people make money. That now we started seeing people creating a brand online and making money and their message was getting out there to more people. They were making a bigger impact and they were all making money by selling something still or offering services or creating something. And you didn't have to be a network marketer, quote unquote. And so a lot of people ask me if I'm, if I'm anti MLM and I'm not, and I talk about that a lot because I'm really not. I think that if you are perfectly aligned with a product that like just fuels your passion, just blows you out of the water. And it's exactly what you talk about and preach. And you're just born for that. Then amazing. Like for instance, if you're a makeup artist and you have a business where you go and do people's makeup, it's probably a great idea that you sell some sort of makeup because that's what you're doing. That is a tool in your business. You would be doing people a disservice if you didn't tell them any of the stuff you use because people are watching you now and they're like, okay, what is she doing? What is she using? What does she have? But if you're not a makeup person and you're stressed because you have to take the stress off of your spouse or you're about to lose your house and you need to make money quick. So you start selling makeup, but you don't wear makeup and you're not really girly and you don't really know anything about makeup, it's probably going to not be as successful for you because you are showing up to take from people online. You have a take mentality and people can feel it. And so when you're, whether you're a photographer or a real estate agent, if you're showing up just to take from people, it's not going to work. It, it won't. People can feel it. They're not into it. 
and it just doesn't work for them. So you have to create a brand and then you can start showing up online. And a lot of people think, okay, well, I, I need to make money. So what could I do to make money? And you start thinking about what you could do to make money. And that's actually not how you're supposed to think about it. Because if you're thinking about what can I do to make money, you're not really creating anything out of a service because you haven't seen what your people need yet. How you create out of a service is someone coming to you and they're asking for something. They're asking, do you, do you have a book where I can read about all this? Do you have a course that I can get where I can get all of this? Do you have a place that I can look this up myself? Do you have a community where we can all be together? Do you do like podcasts or anything that I can be a part of? Like people are asking for these things and then you go out and create it. So you can't create it without the people, without asking the question, because then you're just showing up with a take mentality. And so when you're building a brand, it's like, what came first, the chicken or the egg? And a lot of people are like, well, I need to make money. So what could I sell? Who do I know that's selling something and I could make money just to make money? But maybe in the olden days of going to get a job in a brick and mortar store, you know, and everyone used to do that, how crazy <laughs> that now more people are working like online from home, uh, all of these types of jobs. But back in the day when you needed a job, that's just what you did. Like, I need a job. I'm going to go out all day. and I'm just going to put out applications. Every single store that I pass, I'm just going to stop and put in an application. And you could probably get a job, but we're not just looking for a job because maybe that was you. And that used to be me. And I would go out all day and hit up all the restaurants and I'd come home with a new job. We're not just looking for jobs. Okay. We're adults. And we know that we were made to do more. We're not just looking for a job. And we're not looking just to pay the bills because I'm telling you right now, you weren't created just to pay your bills. You weren't created just to get a job that's good enough. And a lot of you are holding on to a job because you've been told that you just need to be happy because it's a good enough job. You should be grateful for the job you have because they offer benefits. You know how many people have told me I can't quit my job? Why not? Well, I, I have like really good benefits. Okay, what are they? I, I have really good health care. Okay, what else? I have two weeks paid off a year. Okay, if you build a business and you build a brand or you plug into something that is fulfilling your soul, it's gonna feel like you have a lot more paid days off a year than two weeks. And I promise you, you're going to be more abundant and successful. You're going to be able to pay for your healthcare and the money that you're going to be making and the way you feel in the process is going to feel so much better than the healthcare over here. But it's, it's fear. It's worry. It's, is it going to feel as good? Is it going to work out? What are people going to think about me? Those are all huge questions that we ask. And the biggest ones are like, what are my immediate people going to say about me? What is my husband going to think? What is my mom going to think? What are my kids going to think? We, so, some of us are able to turn off that part in our brain where we're like, I don't care. I don't care what you think of me. I don't have approval of others. I'm going to do me. But you still care what your immediate people in your roof think of you. You should. You should in some aspect, maybe, you know, not listen to them and do what they, and do what they say to do. My husband is not a risk taker. He is, he was raised very just, you know, go to college, get a nine to five, work until you can retire, live on a fixed income, be happy. Like that's really how he was raised. And so I'm slowly changing him and helping him get rid of these limiting beliefs that he has about himself and showing him that the world is even bigger. I truly feel like the devil has come in and made us conform and made us to just settle and just be mediocre and, and putting these limiting beliefs out there, like just get a good enough job. Just be grateful you have a job. I mean, how many people say that? Just be grateful you have a job. Yeah, I am grateful I have a job, but we live, most of us live in a free country. I think, I don't know everyone who listens here, but United States, Canada, um, we have a lot of people who listen in from different countries too, though. But 
I mean, you, you have options. I guess if you live in like a little village where there's like no electricity and really nothing to do, okay, your options might be a little more limited, but most of us have a lot of options. There are hundreds and even thousands of things that you could be doing right now. You just need to figure out what they are. And so after you create the brand and a brand is what you're known for, it's people know what they're going to get from being a part of you. It's what you stand for. It's what you're passionate about. It's your opinions. It's your views. It's your thoughts. That is what a brand is. And you can create two different types of brands. You can create a lifestyle brand or you can create a niche brand. And I talk about those in my course and define them and help you to start thinking about it. Like McDonald's is a niche brand. They sell fast food. You know what to expect. You know what you're getting. You know where the bathrooms are. You know what the menu looks like. You know how much things cost. You know what they taste like. And every single time you go there and you order the same thing, you're going to get the same result. So I go and order a, a large iced vanilla coffee. Every single time it tastes the exact same, even if I go to a McDonald's in a different state, because it's consistency, it's a brand and they're a niche brand. Now, someone like the Kardashians, they're a lifestyle brand. They're showing you their lifestyle and everything that comes with it. Now, you don't have to be McDonald's or a Kardashian to create a brand these days. It's 2022, maybe in 2000, that's what people were thinking. But now we've seen people that are regular average, normal people showing up as themselves, offering value based on the experiences that they've had, the experiences that they went through, their natural passions and talents. They're using those to then help influence, inspire, excite, teach, motivate, love on, educate other people. Whether it was an abusive relationship or you're teaching people how to play guitar, or you're making them laugh, or you're relating to them, you're teaching someone how to parent gently, you're teaching about toxins in the home, you're teaching someone how to grow closer to Jesus, whatever you naturally do, this is what you're going to build a brand on. And so I was on, I have been building this for seven years, seven years is when I decided I was going to learn how to make money online. I didn't know how I was going to do it. And everyone thought I was crazy, but I was going to figure it out. And I knew that I was going to figure it out because in my family and in my group of friends, I'm known as like the techie person. Oh, like, just give it to Taryn. She'll figure out how to do it. Like, oh, there's a problem with the computer. Call Taryn. She'll help you. She'll walk you through it. I've always been that type of person. And I just remember thinking like, I was literally born in this era for a reason. Like this is, this is my jam. This is where I thrive. This stuff comes easy to me. It's, it's exciting to me. I understand it. Yes, I get overwhelmed. It's a lot of information sometimes, but I'm the person that can sift through it. I was literally created for technological things. Like, I, I think it's interesting. I'm excited about it. Like, I remember my math teacher in high school he would always talk about how much he loved numbers and he loved numbers. He's like, I could sit there and I could figure out things for days. And I love adding things and figuring out different things. Like he just like came to life when he talked about numbers. I am not that person. So I probably wouldn't be a good math teacher because I'm, I'm just, I mean, sure. Could I do it? Of course I could get through the college. I could go find a job. Would it ignite my soul and make me jump out of bed in the morning and just get tears in my eyes when I help these kids? Absolutely not. Like, absolutely not. It would not because I'm not made to do that. And we have to figure out what makes us tick. What is the things that really bring us to life? Because if you're showing up as your true authentic self online, you will attract your people. Your people will be attracted to you, but there's a lot of little tricks that you got to know. You got to know who you're talking to and how to talk to them and what language do they speak and what struggles are they experiencing? And so that's why we had to create the course is because it's not just like, oh, create a brand. It cost me $100,000 of investing over the last year and a half to build my brand that I have today. 
$100,000 I had put aside from my network marketing business and I've been using to build my brand. I've hired private coaches. I have flown all over the place. I have hired publishers. I have hired people in Australia to teach me funnels and click funnels and landing pages and the way that people's brains work when they're online. And I have done it all. The average person doesn't have $100,000 where they're going to be able to start their own business. And so as I started teaching my friends, literally my friends, some of you guys that were like, how are you doing this? I want to learn how to do it. I started teaching people and realizing that in order to unlock this abundant, amazing life that we're all trying to create, that most of us don't have a ton of money to invest. I'm like, I can teach people how to do this for a lot cheaper than $100,000, like a lot, like $99,900 cheaper <laughs> like to do this. Like I'm like, you don't have to know all of this stuff in order to be able to do it. So I heard about a year and a half ago about TikTok and I started hearing it and I started hearing it more and more and more and from different people. And the message was consistent. This is a new platform you need to be on. If you're trying to grow an influence, you're trying to make an impact. I wasn't ready for it. I was still trying to figure out Instagram. I wasn't ready for TikTok. And for so long, I didn't even create an account. And everyone was telling me it was the place to be. It was the place to be. It was the place to be. But I didn't even create an account because I wasn't ready. So I want to tell you that sometimes we actually really aren't ready to put on another thing on our plate. We're not actually ready to enroll in a course, to get a coach, to start a business, to switch companies, to quit your job. Sometimes you're not ready. And that's the confusing part when we think, okay, well, how will I know when I am ready? And the answer is you'll know because you'll be doing the next step. So you'll know when it's time to get on TikTok because you're creating a TikTok account and you didn't sit down and write it on a to-do list saying tomorrow at three o'clock, I'm going to create a TikTok account. All of a sudden you're creating a TikTok account or you'll know it's the right time when all of a sudden you're writing your resignation letter and you're sending it into your boss because your soul, your soul is the part of you that you, ha you have no control over. It wants what it wants. It was designed to, to do what it wants to do. And sometimes it's not what we logically feel like we want to do, but our soul wants to do it. So you're just doing the thing because it's time. And so as you give yourself grace and realize you're not in control of the timing of things, and you can kind of sit back, relax, be super present in every single moment, be grateful every single moment, listening to God, meditating, praying, showing up. I try to really just be very present of who needs me right now in this very moment. Where can I give back? Where can I show up? Where can I be used today by God? And if my phone rings, I'm like, oh, good. Let me answer the phone because it's somebody who needs me. Let me answer the phone. Now there's a difference between denying yourself because everyone needs you. And all you're doing is saying yes to every single person around you. That's a people pleaser and that's poor boundaries. And that's not good. And that will lead to being overwhelmed. It'll lead to feeling guilt and shame. It will lead to anger. It'll lead to resentment because you're allowing people to take advantage of you. You're allowing people to walk all over you. And so it's actually the worst kind of emotions because you feel them towards yourself. You're mad at yourself that you're too weak to have the conversation. You're mad at yourself that you let someone do this again. And so you really have to work through those things. And that's why it takes time because time over tension equals growth. So in order to grow a business, 
and I'm not saying tension like the limiting belief of if you want to make a lot of money, it's going to be a lot of hard work. That is not true. My dad used to show me the calluses on his hands and the cracks in his skin. And he would tell me, feel my hands, feel my hands. And he'd make me reach over and feel his hands. And he'd say, my blood, sweat, and tears go into making this life for us. We have this house because of my blood, sweat, and tears. And he programmed me at a young age to really think that you have to exchange blood, sweat, and tears in order to be successful. That if you're not shedding blood, sweating and crying, you're not working hard enough and good things aren't coming to you. And so I would always beat myself up that I wasn't doing more. I wasn't doing enough because the money wasn't there. It was, but I was thinking I want to be rich. And the funny thing about being rich is when you get to the amount of money that you've always wanted to make, you don't feel rich. Because feeling rich doesn't come from the amount of zeros in your bank account. I had to learn that the hard way. Being rich comes from co-creating your life with God, being connected to your soul, loving yourself, giving yourself grace, not beating yourself up, not feeling like you're not enough, not being a perfectionist, not people pleasing and poor boundaries. It's all of these things that you are learning over time and you're starting to lean back into yourself and into God. And then you feel rich because you, you know who you are. You're living it out every single day because you're feeling fulfilled. You're feeling abundant and all of these amazing emotions follow. And that's when you feel rich. I feel so rich right now, like so rich. I am the richest right now I have ever been in my whole life times a thousand. I've never even been anywhere near this rich. And I'm making less money right now than I was when I was in my network marketing business. Now, not for long because I've, I knew it and I've seen it slowly rise and rise and rise and rise. And not for long, I know that the money is going to be more than I was making in my network marketing business, but I'm not depending on money to make me rich. Money's not going to make you rich. It's not. And you have to, you have to trust your own timing because talking about TikTok and talking about technology and following all this stuff, I don't want you to think that just because you heard this podcast, it means you need to stop everything that you're doing and you need to go and you need to make a TikTok account. Because maybe you are not ready for that. If you already have five to 10 things on a to-do list of things you need to do surrounding your, your career, your business, your brand, what you want to do next, if you already have like five to 10 things that you're thinking that you need to do, you probably can put TikTok on hold. And you need to focus on doing some of the things on your to-do list before you take on something new. I'm the type of person who gets halfway done with something and then start something else on my to-do list. And it used to irritate me so bad. Like every single time I get halfway through a course, I now I'm starting something different. Why wouldn't I just finish the course? Why am I doing something new? And then I would get halfway done with the book and then I would start listening to a different book. Can I just finish the book? Why am I switching books? But then I realized by slowing down and allowing myself to do what I wanted to do, what my soul wanted to do, like, mm, I don't feel like listening to that book anymore. Nothing against the book. The book's been great. I feel like listening to this book. If you have asked the Holy Spirit to come and live inside of you and you have given your life to Jesus, you believe that he died last Friday on the cross for your sins and you have accepted that. You now have a superpower spirit in you that's helping guide you and move you to the next spot. So have you ever thought maybe you're not feeling like listening to that book because God is trying to answer your prayer? You've been asking God, lead me, guide me, speak to me, help me get to this spot. Maybe that book in that part is going to help you get there. Maybe that podcast that you feel led to listen is going to help you get there. Maybe that phone call, that conversation, that post on Instagram is a breadcrumb. 
it's leading you to the next spot. If you're distracted, you don't notice the breadcrumbs because think of walking down a path in the woods and I sprinkled some little tiny breadcrumbs on the trail and I didn't tell you about them and some of the leaves have fallen and you're walking, you wouldn't even notice the breadcrumbs. And unless I said, okay, Alicia, now as you're walking, look for all the breadcrumbs and you'll find your way. She would look a lot more intentionally at where the breadcrumbs were so she wouldn't get lost. And that's exactly what God does for us throughout our lives. We see it in the Bible in every single story. I've been reading my chronological Bible because I want to learn what happened in history. Way, way, way back, I want to know what happened. And I want to learn from these people's lives. And you can see when God told Abraham he was chosen and there were there was going to be a nation so large, it was going to be larger than the stars in the sky for people. And, and God told Abraham, your lineage is chosen. And then you can see how it changed. And then you can see, okay, then they have Isaac and then Isaac has Jacob and then Jacob has Joseph and then Joseph goes to the king and, and you can see, and it says God was with Joseph and anything he did, he succeeded at. And they threw him to be a prisoner. He succeeded there. Then he moved himself up. Like he couldn't be brought down because he was chosen. And you can see the breadcrumbs through the Bible of how God has fulfilled his promises. It's the exact same thing in your life. He says you are chosen. He says you are anointed. So now you need to sit back and relax. Was it hard for Joseph? Yeah. He was in prison for over four years. Don't you think it was hard? He was wrongfully imprisoned for four years. And then God continued to use him. So you're going to go through hard times. You're going to go through traumatic times. You're going to go through lots of heartbreak. This life isn't promised to be easy, but it's promised to be a lot easier if you link with God and you truly take him for his word. When he says, don't worry about tomorrow, you don't worry about tomorrow. When he says, be still and know that I am God, you be still and you know that he is God. And that's how we really do create this abundant life and how we can start co-creating because when you're obedient, then you're blessed. When I heard of TikTok, I wasn't ready for it, but there was a point where I created one. So I was ready, but I created it and I was just going to have it for fun and not be a creator, not be posting on it yet. I wanted to scroll and learn and connect. And I started using it like that. It's the exact same way I first got on Instagram. So when you introduce yourself to a brand new platform, the timing has to be right. If you feel tons of like blockage from it, then it's not time for you. Then create it when you're ready. Spend some time having fun on it. Don't put any rules or anything that you have to do. Spend time on it. Have some fun. Learn how it goes. Learn how to search. Just kind of look what other people are doing. And then when you're ready to create a brand, then you show up consistently on TikTok. And so we are going to be talking about what that looks like once you're ready. So if you are not ready by timing or because you don't have a brand yet, you don't have any idea what you're showing up online for and you're not at that place, then just wait. Then just wait because the best way to blow up the algorithm and make things go really fast is by knowing who you're talking to, knowing what you're talking about, knowing what you're there for, and having a call to action. A call to action is the thing that you put at the end of every single post that you make online that is telling them what to do next. And the call to action has to be something free. The call to action, now once in a while, can you post Yes, I have this, click here, and it's a price. Of course, once you start building a following and you start having people that are like your people that you're looking to attract, 
then you can do that once in a while. But the majority of the time, you're going to want to tell them to go to the free thing that you're offering. Now, again, creating it out of a need. So you might not know what it is when you first start showing up and that's okay, but you need to really quickly figure out what this is going to be and start posting it. And the call to action can be anything from watch this video, go stalk this highlight, uh, go click the link in my bio, listen to this book, DM me this, comment this. Uh, it could be a free downloadable template you created for them. It could be an ebook. It can be a recipe. It can be a blog, a website, a podcast, a YouTube channel, anything that you have where you're telling them to do something next. And the reason why you want to do that is because studies show that people that are putting a call to action actually get more engagement and they get more people like reeled in because now they're interested. You've piqued their interest by your reel or your TikTok video and your caption, and now they want more of you. So now they're in your highlights and they're looking through your highlights. So highlights I talk about in the course are a really great way to give more information. And they're also just such a beautiful place to have your call to action be next. So to go back to my example of someone who is into the fashion world, they are a makeup artist, they travel and do people's makeup, they start selling a makeup line for people that say, oh, I really need to know what to buy. What, what can I buy? I trust you. Well, now she might want to make a highlight of before and afters of all the brides. You know, all the brides that she does, she can do before and after, before and after, before and after, all of those. So then she can say on her posts of anything about weddings, she can say, book me for your wedding to take the stress off of your day and to make you the most beautiful you've ever felt to go see my work on brides, go click my bride highlight above. And then in that highlight, you have a place where you're telling them what to do next after that highlight. So you can say, if you're interested, you can do a video like thrown in the middle of the highlight where you say, it, you can either say it or you can just type it out on the screen if you're not comfortable with your face being on there. And you can just literally say, if you're like, oh, aren't these so amazing? Aren't these brides so beautiful? It's been so fun. Hey, if you're interested in hearing my prices and seeing if I travel to you, you can um, DM me the word bride and I'll get back to you. Or you can text me at this number or you can fill out this Google form and I will get back to you within 24 hours something that someone can take the next step. So it all is always flowing together. You're always telling someone where to go next in your content and keeping it in your content. You're always flowing like that. It's just a little side note, but you have to have a call to action. So important. But once you have your brand and call to action, then you can really turn up the heat. Right now, I am at a point where I'm ready to turn up the heat. I'm ready in my business. I'm ready mentally. I'm ready spiritually. It's not that there just has to be this blockage and this obstacle telling you that you're not ready for the next things. Sometimes your mental health just isn't there. Sometimes your physical health isn't there. And I'll, I'll tell you from personal experience and talking to thousands of people about their mental health and what they do. If you have had a surgery, if you have been sick, or if you are struggling with a chronic illness, you are not going to be able to get your mind in the right place and just turn up the heat and power through it and hustle and you'll get to the top in anything. You will not. If you're flaring up with an autoimmune disease, and I know a lot of us do, you have a cold, those aren't times to turn up the heat. Those are times to slow down. And every single time that I slow down because that happens or a kid gets sick and I have to cancel my day or I get selected for jury duty like I just did and I have to report for the next two weeks and call every single night, that's God slowing me down. And I realize that because I've been complaining about it. I haven't been very obedient to God. Obviously, God wants me to do jury duty. 
like obviously there's a reason that I that I'm supposed to keep my schedule open for the next two weeks to be available if I get selected. There is a reason. I don't know what it is. I might not ever know what it is. I probably won't ever know what it is, but there is a reason. And so the scripture of be still and know that I am God and do not worry about tomorrow applies to this. Do you know how much joy and how, how many conversations, like how much minutes of times have been robbed from me talking about this? inventing to my husband inventing to my mom and then I vented to my best friend at breakfast and then someone yesterday I saw at Easter and I haven't seen him in a while and they're like what's new with you I'm like well I got jury duty and finally John was like shut up shut up stop talking about jury duty stop worrying about it stop stressing about it it's all the same crap that you tell me not to do and now you're doing it like crazy there's a reason go do jury duty and grow up stop being a baby and I needed to hear that because it like snapped me out of it where I'm like, he's right. He's right. Like I'm fine. Why am I, I'm not only internally stressing about it, but now I'm just talking about it. So now I'm talking about it and now I'm hearing myself say it. And it's three times as worse as if I was just thinking it. And we don't know why things happen. Okay. But we get slowed down. And every single time that I get slowed down, something miraculous always happens in my life. It is this crazy clarity. There is always a launch, a creative launch after I'm slowed down. And I don't even do it on purpose. I, I don't sit down and make a list of what I'm going to do. It is literally like birthed out of me slowing down. And some of you have experienced this and you know this. That when you slow down, all of a sudden you have these amazing ideas. You decide to finally build your website. You decide to finally create TikTok. You are just, you're just doing it without even any con convincing of your own self to do it. You are just doing it. You're ready for it. And God will slow you down and it's always good to be slowed down. But when you have a brand and a call to action, that is the time that you can turn up the heat when you are mentally, physically, spiritually well, and you're ready to go. And right now that's where I am. So I have decided to get very serious about TikTok. And the reason why I'm, I'm choosing now is because yes, I am spiritually, mentally, and physically well right now. But I have been listening to God and I have been seeing his breadcrumbs and the amount of people who tell me the same thing. I finally am just choosing to listen because you've been praying for something and people have been telling you what to do and you even know what to do, but you're just not doing it yet. And God will keep sending people to say the same thing. Like, let's say you all of a sudden you decide that you want to be a yoga teacher. I really tried to think of a different example, but I couldn't. So let's say you decide you want to be a yoga, you're like, I really think that this is what I want to do. You probably at one point felt like you wanted to be a yoga teacher before. People have probably even told you, you should be a yoga teacher. You'd be really good at that. But then you finally are like, you know what? I'm going to do it. Maybe people have been telling you, you should start a podcast you should really start a podcast. You should really start a podcast or you should start a brand about that. I tell people that all the time. My best friend is hilarious. She's so stupid and funny and unique and loud and different and sends me the funniest Snapchats. I like, I beg her. I'm like, will you please make a TikTok account and just be yourself? Like people would love that. People would love that. She's like, yeah, I have been thinking about it, but she's not ready. And after she keeps getting people to tell her that, and she keeps seeing things and thinking about it, she finally will be at a point where she's ready to do it. So instead of just me doing this, I decided that I'm going to talk about what I'm doing and I'm going to teach and inspire other people to do this too, because this is literally how I learn new things. And this is how I have ran my life the last seven years of trying to build a business online and make an impact and reach my people. And I want to teach 
all of you how I'm doing it by showing you really how I'm doing it. So I created my TikTok about a year ago and I did end up posting a few videos on it, but that's really all I've ever done. The videos had maybe 200 views on them, you know, nothing really. And then I've just been more on Instagram. So I decided that I was in and that's the first step. Are you going to commit to this? Are you going to do it? Don't rush into it and just say, oh yeah, because Taryn's doing it or yeah, because I need to do it. You need to actually be like, yes, I am ready to do this and set a time, a time frame. So for me, I said, I am going to do this for 90 days. And it's not that you're only going to do it for 90 days. And then on 91 day, you're going to quit. But the window for me is I will not judge my results and I will not be hard on myself, which means I won't stress out. I won't worry. I won't doubt. I won't think it's not working for 90 days. I am not allowed to judge it at all for 90 days. And after 90 days, I'm going to gather my data and I'm going to pivot and I'm going to do it for another length of time. That is how you get good at anything. You need to decide I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it for this many days and I'm not going to be hard on myself when I do it. If you're learning how to roller skate, you need to commit to learning how to roller skate. So you sign up for classes or you go buy a pair of roller skates. You put it in your schedule every single day that you're going to practice and you're probably going to suck really bad in the beginning. And if you judge how you roller skate, after the first week, you're probably going to quit because it's probably not working. You're probably not getting any better. My daughter and I want to learn how to do calligraphy hand lettering. And so we bought the workbooks and we bought all the different markers and pens. And we decided we're going to start doing this. Well, I didn't talk about the time frame. I also didn't set up any expectations and we sit down at the table and we start doing it. And we both just start saying how bad we suck. She's like, oh my gosh, I'm so bad at this. I'm like, look at mine. I'm so bad too. This is harder than I thought. Wow, this is so hard. Wow, this is so hard. Yeah, oh, look how bad this letter is. And we sat there for a few minutes, just totally defeated and feeling awful. And then I was like, you know what, Sophia? It doesn't matter. The goal is going to be to get through this entire book of practicing all of these letters, tracing all of these letters, doing what they say. Our goal is going to be to get done with the book. And when we're done with the book, we're going to go do something and celebrate. It has nothing to do. We're not even going to look at our work inside the book. The goal is just to finish the book because we're probably going to suck all the way through it. But if you get done with the first book, there is a volume two. And I bet people get a lot better during volume two than they do on volume one. It's how we learn how to do anything. If you're starting to bake, your baking isn't going to be very good at the beginning. But when you make, when you make uh, little mistakes, you realize that you need to stop buying jumbo eggs and you need to just buy large eggs because you think the jumbo eggs are messing up the cake. Then you learn that because you trial and error it. That's how you do everything. Trial and error. Put yourself out there. Let's see what you got. So you commit to a day, a time frame, and you're not going to judge yourself during the time frame. Just because minus 90 days does not mean yours is 90 days. But I would tell you that it has to be more than 30. More than 30. If you have a brand and you have a call to action on your posts, then showing up turning the heat up and showing up consistently on TikTok for 30 days will bring you results. You will grow your views. You will grow in likes. You will grow in comments. You will grow. You will. If you're, if you're learning, if you're using trending sounds, you're doing what you are supposed to, you're sticking to it, you're being insistent, you will. But I like to see after about 90 days. Now you can make little changes along the way. It doesn't mean that you have to do the same thing for this time frame but you're committing to not judge the process and be consistent. So I did both of those things and I decided for 90 days, I am not going to judge my TikTok. I'm not going to complain about it to anybody. 
I am not going to point out the fact that I posted a video yesterday and there's still only 11 views. What is going on? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. We don't care. It doesn't matter. We're not judging it by the results right now at all. I have been listening to experts and people talk. So this is why I'm going to teach you guys the things that I'm learning too. And we have other people that have been on TikTok more consistently for longer that have been showing up like Alicia and April and April's not on right now, but we're going to get some feedback from her too. And we're going to all grow and learn together because if this is what you want to do, let me just tell you that TikTok right now, I just watched this thing that my son sent me for the next 18 months. TikTok is going to be at its all time high peak. After 18 months, it will start to decline. Now, it's not going to decline in numbers. There's going to be even more people growing. The growth of the platform is going to go up. But the timing that we're talking about is the peak timing for creators to show up on TikTok in order to be seen. Because as all of these people create TikToks every single day, and more and more people are going to wake up to the concept of social selling and branding, we've seen a change in the world. 18-year-olds aren't what we were when we were 18. It is different. There was a question that was asked. I don't remember who asked it. It was like a big like a news channel or Ellen or something like that. They asked all these kids what they wanted to be when they grew up. And the number one most common answer was a YouTuber. Like it, and the Bible says to have childlike faith because kids just believe they're like, oh yeah, I'll be a millionaire. And they like truly 100% believe it. They just believe it. They see other people, their age making that kind of money. Why can't I do that? That's what I want to do. They just made $10 million. No, thank you. I'm not going to work at Kohl's for $10 and 25 cents an hour. I am going to be a YouTuber and make millions. Kids believe this. They see it. As time goes on, all the younger kids that this is normal for them, they don't even know what it's like to go shopping in a store. They've never even seen that. They buy everything online. Everything's available on YouTube. That's what's normal to them. Every single day, more and more people join the platform that are like-minded to social selling and that are like the platform. And every day that goes by, all the old people, and I'm not saying old in age, I'm saying old in thought, all the old people that think you have to have a nine to five, you have to have a desk job, you have to work in a brick and mortar store, be happy with what you have, just take the job, it's good enough. All of those people every day are starting to wake up to, okay, hold on a second. Maybe these people are onto something because the older generation will die off and very soon here, the majority of the world is going to think in terms of a social platform like TikTok. It's how you buy things. You're seeing now on Instagram, they just launched their whole shop and it's just like Amazon. Have you guys been to it? Have you looked at it? It's amazing. And all this stuff on there is so great. If you click on shop and you start looking, I guarantee you, you will see some of the cutest, best things for you because you're seeing the ads that are so specific to your needs, your style, your body type. They, if you have an Amazon account, every single person on the internet knows what size body you have. So you'll start seeing ads for things that are flattering towards your body from people that are your age, from styles that you like, because they realize that the more data they can collect about a human being, the better they can sell to because they just want to sell to you. So they just need to know what shirt to offer you that you buy or what problem you have right now to all of a sudden look at how cute this is. Oh, you've been looking at gold rings. Look how cute all these gold rings are. Oh, you are a Christian and you look at Christians. Look how cute this Bible is. Look at how good this Bible study is. Look how good these little flashcards are. And they're appealing to your greatest desire, passion, need, love, everything. They literally can pull things out of your soul and buy. This is the way the world is moving. More brick and mortar stores will close. More people are going to be online. And TikTok 
right now, before it gets even bigger, this is the sweet spot to get in as a creator on TikTok to really make a difference, to really change the world. I've been listening to God's breadcrumbs and looking for them. So many people tell me you should be on TikTok. You should be on TikTok. Why are you not on TikTok? Then my son sends me this video and they talk about 18 months of being a creator and being on TikTok. There, there's these guys at this party and then it started going around and I forwarded it to some people. So maybe I sent it to you, but there's these guys at this party and it's like a, like a creator party. Like it's like a, like a big, like wealthy people are there and they're by this really nice pool. And the guy like comes in and he's like whispering in this other guy's ear. And he tells him this, like, he's like, how many videos have you been posting on TikTok a day? The guy's like, like one. And he's like, four, you need to be posting four a day four a day for the next 18 months, every single day, four videos on TikTok for the next 18 months. You're never going to see anything blow up like this has Instagram blew up. And this is nothing compared to what's going to happen with TikTok. So my theory is if I'm already doing the work, why not show up over there? I'm already doing the work for Instagram. Why not show up on TikTok? Why I'm not showing up on TikTok until the other day was the fear it was, I don't know how to use the platform. I don't know what to do. I'm overwhelmed. And an overwhelmed person doesn't do anything because you're like, I, I don't even know. I don't understand hashtags. I don't even, I didn't even understood Facebook. Then I got an Instagram. Now I don't get, now I'm trying to get on TikTok and it's overwhelming. And so fear holds us back. That's the wall that's in front of you is literally just fear. Yes, Alicia. Um. So I just wanted to say also TikTok is like constantly rolling out. Well, all the platforms are constantly like changing and rolling out um, new features. So like right now they just rolled out the story feature and it's very similar to Instagram stories. But, um, you know, at first a lot of people, like I saw a lot of people like, why do we want to use this? Why? And what TikTok is doing is they're pushing the people who are actually using the new feature. So like right now, if you were to get on TikTok right now, my recommendation would be like, yeah, you have to, you should be posting multiple times per day, but be posting to your stories because that is what they're pushing. So many creators right now that are on TikTok, their lows, everybody's talking about their lows, their views being low. And it's because a lot of them are still just posting into their normal feed and not using the story feature. And that's where TikTok is like pushing the content. Um, so be mindful and look out for like the updates and changes. Like I have seen just simply in the, um, where you're looking at like your activity or people who are on live and things like that, like that whole format literally has changed like five times in the last like week and a half. They just keep changing it. Yeah. They just keep seeing what people are doing. Like they're, they're tracking our behavior, seeing what we're doing and then changing accordingly. So um, like one of my biggest recommendations would be to just follow whatever the newest features are that are coming out, like do that thing, because that is what's going to get you the most engagement. Um, and, you know, and then just really quickly on the note of, you know, talking about being scared one of the things that I really noticed about TikTok when I when I started becoming really active on TikTok is, versus Instagram or even Facebook is that it's a it's like a different it's a different group of audience. So literally on TikTok, like anybody is seeing your stuff. Mm -hmm. Anybody, anybody. It's not. It's not. I mean, it's. It, it's definitely pushed more towards the people that are following you, but like literally anybody that is on TikTok can see your stuff versus Instagram where yes, if you're using certain hashtags and things like that, people can find you, but generally only the people that are following you are seeing your stuff. Um, and even at that, it may not even be seen to the people that are following you. Same thing with, with um, Facebook, like only your friends are seeing your stuff. So the difference with TikTok is that you have just like this bigger, wider audience. And for whatever reason, for me, it felt less intimidating. It felt um, like 
who cares? Who's because this isn't my friend for the most part, my friends and family aren't seeing this. Like a lot of people that I know are not on TikTok. Uh-huh. Um, because I'm of an older generation. And like you said, like the younger generation, like the millennials are that these are the people that are really, really like, yeah, if you're like capitalizing five and on under, this platform, yeah. 25 and under all your people are on TikTok, 25, yeah. 26 and older. You're probably more on Instagram and even older you're on Facebook and even exactly. older, you don't do social media. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it's, that's how it is, but okay. So here's your points. I got so good about stories and I'm going to do that. Cause I haven't been doing stories. I saw that function, but I was like, Oh, I don't know what this is. Like, I'm just going to wait because all I want to do is four. So I know we're going past. So I'm just going to say this last thing and we're going to get off. But it's important to be in a community with other people learning. Again, that's why we have our community that we've created. If you want to be a part of the community, you can just click the link in my bio and um, a request to be live on the calls and you'll get our little group chat link. Because community is important. You're never going to be able to learn all of the stuff on your own. And it's going to be overwhelming. You need other people to like talk you through it. You can come on here and ask any question in the chat that you have. You can message me and we'll do an entire podcast or an entire call on this topic. So a community is so important. And then writing down your stats so that you can look. So I put a new folder in my, in my notes section on my phone entitled it TikTok. And in the folder, I have a little page that says, um, it's a stats. And then I put the date, I put 415. I put a screenshot of what my, what my TikTok page looked like, how many followers I had, how many I was following, how you could see like my video count and everything. I took a screenshot of it and put it in the notes. So I remember, and I have the picture and Then I put what I posted. I said, I posted four videos and then I'm just going to put like a little thought next to it. Like any kind of thought I have, I wrote four videos and then next to that, I wrote, have no idea what I'm doing. (laughs) And then on 416, I posted four videos again. So I put four videos and then I put next to it videos from yesterday have a lot more views than they did at first videos today, not doing good. And then the next day I put four videos. And so I am putting what I, oh no, yesterday, actually I didn't post it all on TikTok. It was Easter. I should have posted. I didn't. So I'm going to put zero videos. And then I'm going to put for today for 418. Um, on our next call, we can talk about how we batch content, how I'm able to post four videos a day. And I'm not making videos all the time because that's like very stressful. And for so long, that's what kept me from doing them because I'm like, I I don't have time to do this. I'm like so busy. I'm, and you have to do it in a flow that feels good for you. And so once you find your flow, it'll be very easy, but having them lined up, like all four of my videos for today are completely lined up, typed out, everything is ready. And they're just in my drafts. All I have to do is click on it and press post. And it's super easy. I also have the link to, I put it in the telegram chat the other day. So you can just scroll up. You can request to join the group and still be able to scroll up and see when you're added into it. I have the links for, to remove the TikTok watermark and the Instagram watermark. And so all you do is click on the link and you copy paste your Instagram video and you're able to download it with no logo on it and just post it right to TikTok super easily. So I'm going to teach you guys while I'm learning uh, we're going to dive like way further into this, um, little things at a time. And if you guys have any questions or any feedback or anything like that, let me know. I know that Terry just said something in the chat, but I can't see it. Oh, here it is. Um, I have struggled with the thought of TikTok because my target market is probably not on there. Well, how do I know that? Um, that's a really great question because that is true. Your target market person might not be on TikTok, but ask yourself, is that the only person that can be my person? Is that the only person that I can talk to? 
or are there other people that would listen? So you could expand it too and think that, but yeah, that's good because you want to be where your people are. But thank you for being on live. Thank you for showing up for yourself, setting your mind in the right place. It's a thing that so many people just don't do and you're doing it. And so I'm proud of you. Thanks for being here. And I hope you have a great week. I'll see you on Wednesday. I might have to cancel some calls this week and next week if I get picked for jury duty. So keep in, uh, keep up in the Telegram chat. If I do, I'll put it in there. I find out the night before that's the next day. So at least you'll know like the night before, but just praying they don't call me and I'll be fine. So, okay. Love you guys. Thanks for being here. Bye. Thank you for listening and spending your morning with me. I pray that God blesses your day and that he helps you to see the calling that is on your life. Lord, help us to be obedient to what you've called us to do. Help us to walk in our day side by side with you and link with your power instead of trying to do it on our own. We know we cannot do this on our own, although we try. Please continue to help us and continue to lead us and guide us. We love you so much in Jesus's holy name. Amen. Have a blessed day. Thanks for being here. Oh, and don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Taryn Sarconi so that you can grow with me and you can learn how to get out of the valley, how to stay out of the valley and exactly what to do to have the best life ever in 2022.